Soundtrack, Episode 12. Dose. 12 men. Chia. Tribe by 12. <laughs> and with me, as always, are my comrades, Draybon. Jers. And Anthony Brent. El Bungalito. And my name is Out of Sight, and the soundtrack is a podcast that mixes together dope indie music, and we talk about sports, culture, food, TV, and of course, music. And today is uh, Friday. We usually put it out every week, Friday or over the weekend. So here we are, recording now. And it's uh, how's everybody doing? You guys are doing good? Chilly, doing chill. Great. Doing, doing great. Good. Doing great. How about great. yourself? How about yourself? Doing phenomenal. And usually we have Six Sense with us, and Six we call the Phantom. <laughs> the Phantom. <laughs> it's just, six always runs into to certain situations. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I was going to tell a story that Six just called me with, but I don't want to put him on blast now that I realize. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Don't yeah. Do it, it's don't a do funny it. story, though. It's nothing bad, but <laughs> ah, so anticlimactic. But <laughs> I just, um, just keeping Six out of trouble is what I'm doing. Damn. That's the main thing to do. So Six might pop in at any moment. But um, <laughs> I guess we wanted to start the show... With, um, I guess, you know, people on Twitter, I, there was a Billboard list of, uh, they made a rap, best rappers of all time list. And, you know, welcome to Clickbait 2015. <laughs> I mean, Troll City. Troll City. It's just, like, it's just like the barbershop, digital barbershop. Like, yo, let's just, let's just fish and line and sinker these people into clicking uh, on our website. Of course. Now I know one of the guys who wrote who wrote it. I'll give full discretion discretioncy here. Um I know Al I know Alex. Alex Gale. He was in a hip hop band called Dugius. Okay. And he's a senior editor now at Billboard. And he's a talented musician and he certainly knows his hip hop. And uh guys uh people really got up in arms. I don't do you guys have the list? In front? I mean, should we go over the yeah. list right now? I mean, you got the list in front of us. Yeah, cuz then rappers started tweeting about it and getting all pissed off, right? Rapping that was like rappers. the whole thing. So yep. you want to you want to say the list Ann, or you want me to say You got that? it, Anthony? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, You want to go no, we'll go we'll go we'll go number 1 right away. I'll go backwards cuz whatever. Everybody yeah. always does the other all one. Right. Number sure. 1 Biggie. Right. Number right. 2 Hove. Uh-huh. Right. Number 3 M. Right. Number 4 Rakim. Okay. Uh -huh. Number five, Nas. Yep. Number six, Andre 3K. Sir, okay. Number seven, Lauren Hill. What the fuck? Number eight, <laughs> Ghostface Killer. Okay. Okay. Number nine, Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. Okay. And number ten, Little Wheezy Wee. Okay. okay. So, people got up in arms about this list. All right. What I mean, my first thing about this list is. <laughs> Lauren Hill doesn't need to be on this list. I mean, she had like three bars a whole life. like three like, bars. Like she's not a rapper. <laughs> like no. she raps, well, but she's not a rapper. Well, I think not, when they said they the made greatest. the list, right? They said they made the list. They said they wanted to make distinction. These are rappers and not rap artists. I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> I mean, but you, you're, saying, 
<laughs> that's what I read. That's what I read. They go, just, we're we rappers, pre- not we, rap artists. We want to no, preface <laughs> this. We, we're only selecting guys who are rappers, not rap artists. Oh, my like, God. So what's like Drake? <laughs> is that like, like Drake? Because he sings? Kanye doesn't count because he's a rap artist. Was there any know. other was there any other guidelines to this list? Like was it it's just completely subjective, these two guys in a room it's being subjective. like this it's is it. obvious subject. Well, where does Ghostface I like Ghostface? I I, I love Ghostface. I love Ghostface. I love Ghostface. I'm a rapper. <laughs> but where does he come on? This it's like it's like God, Ghostface. It's like it's like you don't even expect Ghostface to even pop up on this list, much less <laughs> after Lauryn Hill. Like, like... I gotta get, I, I gotta, op- I gotta open this window and see why in the world, like, why is this, why is this even a thing? Like, and what, what, what were the like, what was the idea behind it? Like, is it sales? Is it skills? Or is it just writers? Just deciding who they thought, which is fun because everybody's got their own favorite. Let's see, MCs means you're proving the best. In no other genre do artists blatantly express their desire to outdo their competition. Kane, Drake, Harris didn't make it. These hurt. Uh, these omissions hurt deep down. We're ranking these folks as MCs, not artists. That's why Dre and Kanye, for example, two legendary producer rappers. Uh, don't match the mic skills of the people listed here. We're left out. Even Tupac, perhaps the most influential rapper ever, is mo- most arguably known more for great songwriting than more dominant bars. Explain the Lauren Hill. All that writing. Explain the. I want them to explain was, that Lauren. Yeah, Hill. the Lauren Hill. The Lauren Hill selection goes completely against what I just well, read. Exactly. That's <laughs> because it's one of the most versatile musicians in hip hop. It's totally so now, so when did Lauren Hill not become, uh, you know, a rap artist? Now no, she, she, I guess she's a rapper. This list is dumb. Her ability to hit a ferocious nerve, last ones, and then tradition right into a gushy ballad, X Factor, was just one mark of her artistic genius on the project. Hold on, hold on. Her artistic, the word artistic. Her artistic genius on the pro on the project. Well, hold on, let me just read the top again. I can't. Hold on, let me just read the top again. No, we're ranking these folks as MCs, not artists. Let me go back to that Lauren Hill thing again. <laughs> Was just one of her marks as her artistic genius on the project. Okay. Oh, right. make sure. So Lauren Hill and Andre 3000 get credited for being artists on the best rapper list, but it's about being a rapper. That's why Kanye is <laughs> not on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw Snoop too was in arms. He was saying Tupac not on the list. That's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, I Dude. saw that. I saw that. Disrespectful. It, it just makes no sense that you could put somebody on a list that did literally a whole like she's only had one album. Period. Yeah. Let's, let's put that out there. Ugh. And on that album, she yeah. does more singing than rapping. Yeah. So how do you ever put her in the greatest anything? The greatest rapper? I think this is just some straight up trolling. I mean, look, for real. Come on, bro. I mean, cause yo, it's like, was there an editor? Like, these are smart people, and these guys are—they're welcome to any opinion you want. Music to me is always about being subjective. Of course. Like, like you can like whoever you like, and you could dislike whoever you like. You don't have to listen to everybody. I'm not listening to the Adele album. I don't care. Okay? There's some. 20 million people who will. 
no one's right, no one's wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. They can make a list. It's fine. But then when you put this list out and you're like, here are the guidelines, and then th three paragraphs later, completely contradict yourself. It's <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're trolling. Right. I would rather you put a list out and just say, yo, like you said, it's subjective. Like, don't try to... Don't try to beat me in that and try to explain some backwards. This is about the art of the rappers and not the rappers about the art. Like, how, like how many technicalities are in this? How many rules? Yeah, What's I mean, the rule? if you're going to talk What's about Lauryn Hill being a versatile artist, then you Kanye's number one on the list. Like, what? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just that it's that it's that thing that everybody talk about the 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 over like the ti thing when when he be just the simplification of the oh, yeah. the consequences of the, of the <laughs> yeah he does like big words just to say them and not just actually want to say them but he just says them because it sounds good you know what i'm saying but it but it it's, works because here we are we're talking about the list i've seen so many people uh, people was in arms i've seen so many people just talk about it. I mean, on, on the rap side, if you follow rap Twitter, then you've yeah. seen it. If you don't I mean, follow every rap list Twitter, does. every list does. I mean, I mean, when when Sway was doing that list on MTV, people used yeah. to get upset. Like rappers used to, right? Like, right. Take that but, you, but you know what? To to Sway's credit, that was a yearly list based on like who's hot, who's yeah. not, and it hurt a lot of feelings. When you start going all time list, yeah, there's so many ways you can, you can do it, and it's always subjective. I mean, if you're talking about like cultural impact, I don't think you can get anybody stronger than Tupac. He raps. <laughs> I mean, I mean, He's an icon. The guy had like 10 albums after he died. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? If you want to talk you, about innovation, Kanye. I mean, Kanye. I mean, Kanye has to be on an all-time everything list. I mean, when Yeah, it, comes it just to doesn't rap, make any sense. It doesn't make any mix. sense. It's just a weird mix. It's... It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. you know what? We I think we've given him enough attention. Yeah, exactly. For Good for them, because Alex certainly got enough clicks on Billboard this week to... Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> shout to Billboard. Billboard. Yeah, <laughs> soon enough he'll be, uh, he'll be the main editor over there. Uh, but anyhow, so speaking of uh, what else, we, we were talking music. I, I mentioned the Adele album. It's out. I mean, I, uh, you got into I mean, it? I got it. Like you said, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah. But I got it because it's what everybody's talking about. It's not sure. like I got it because I'm going out to listen to Adele. I don't. I'm not an Adele fan like that. I haven't heard. I've heard yeah. the last two projects, but I'm not banging the last two projects. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just well, listening. Yeah. I'm listening for the conversation. No, you know exactly. Yeah, for no. sure. Yeah, balladry. Sure. It's just balladry, right? Just... Right. Yeah, there's people on there like Adele has touched parts of me that I didn't know she could from the last two albums. I'm like... I mean, no, I mean, like, the first two projects were, were humongous, and, you know, it's... So it's, this it's, one's probably going to be two, I mean, right? this one, it says it's going to be 2.5. They shipped 3.6 million physical copies out there. That's okay. on. That's unheard they of in, okay. in 2015. They said she's going to do 2.5. I wonder how many of that is physical. And it, is it streaming? It's not, right? No, she said she's yeah. She's not streaming our album. That was that was the controversy. Yeah, only, right only the most gangster of artists can do that because they could just sell you. Of course, yeah. They could just call it. That's why you control the game. Where you can just do the Taylor Swift thing. Like, I'm gonna take my album off this if you don't pay artists two cents. Right, and you get you more headlines I mean? saying you're not streaming your joint than you. Exactly, <laughs> and that's the point. I mean, why that, not? You she know, she had the single, 
the single Hello was on Spotify, but it's about to be off Spotify. Right. And their entire rollout has been digital. It's 2015. It's wild to me. Like, it's not like we got to hear the single for like months and it built up and there was this, no. that, and the other. Does like, I, is the traditional media even matter anymore? Like, you heard about the song on YouTube. It was a video. You know, it's everything's digital now. Not, like, not when you that's not when you that side. Like, I mean, like, like an example, going off topic a little bit, but basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Patty Labelle put out this this um this pie that was being sold in Walmart. It was a regular <laughs> pie that was being sold weeks ago, right? Three forty six. It was a regular pie at Walmart. People were buying it. It was selling a little bit, but not as much, right? A kid goes online. He makes this video about how great the pie is. How incredible <laughs> it is. Within a week, the pie is sold out everywhere. Who is the kid? Does he have like a big following? No, he, it just went viral because he's funny. You got to watch the video. It, in, ter- in terms of very he's, rare? He's, he's, like he's is... singing. He's talking about Pat LaBelle. He's a little, you know, he's talking about Pat LaBelle. He's singing. He's, it's hilarious. That went oh, viral. Man. The pie is Sold out. In the every pie day. is viral. It sold the, more. Is the pie platinum? The pie is the pie platinum. The Jordan, pie tell is me. Platinum is two point five sold already. The pie is three point six million. So three point six million pies baked. And online, it's done. They ran out of the streets. Patty Labelle had to call a kid and thank him. How bro. many digital pies do you have to eat to equal <laughs> one physical pie? I feel like there's a camera online here, dude. The best thing, the best thing about LaBelle. a digital pie is there's no calories. It's, not, <laughs> it's just crazy, but that's the power of the internet. That's the power of social media digital that now you don't have to waste money on a huge campaign to try to sell a product. If you're at that level, yeah. you could sell it digitally and be just as big. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Can we get a kid to, to, to promote a big trouble burger? Can we get him to like <laughs> For real, though. Let's get that get burger that going. going. Package that bro. Get this kid singing with a burger in his mouth. Or so like do you guys watch T V at all? Have you seen Adele on T V at all? No. I have not. No. You I guys just saw listen the... to the radio at all? Do you hear no, Adele no. on the radio? I heard about a secret nah. concert. I just see the videos. I, I just seen the videos that. online. That's it. I mean, now, now obviously, Hello will most likely be a radio smash, but it's just, it's crazy. Like, every, there's no such thing as a traditional rollout for music anymore. Like, right. literally, you just put out a single, put out a little live video, and like, boom. Album comes out. This has been an exclusive rollout for this album, though. Like the way sure. she's doing it, she did a private show at Radio City, like, right. like just like just a private show. She yeah. didn't go to no interviews. Yep. She didn't do none of that. She was like, "I'm throwing a private show," and uh, and everybody on Instagram the other night was just, "I'm going to see Adele, Adele, right. Adele, Adele," and that's what they count on, you know, for for, for press. Right, yes. and it and it seems like with an artist like her, she's like makes it so like important that like it's important. Exactly, and she sells that much, where they could do whatever. They could be like, yeah, we we we're not gonna, we don't have to cater to radio. We don't have to say this is the radio record. We're just gonna put out a song. But but let me ask you one thing. All right, now not even with Adele, but just in general, if 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 you have a rollout like that, and say your footprint or like uh your impact 
isn't what's expected. Like, say the Adele record, just use this as an example, didn't get all those views and didn't get all this people talking. Maybe the record didn't work. Does the album come out, or is this plan just completely liquid and reactive? Are they just like, boom, beautiful. All right, album out next week now. <laughs> like, how does it, like, what if it backfired? Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Everything is so bang, bang. You know what I mean? I yeah, heard, yeah. you know? No, you're right. I mean, you're right. I mean, but the way they do it is they they do it like the all-in method. Like, yo, if we, we know it's going to go crazy, so we're going right. to go all-in regardless. Like, like this is a huge like, album, right? Yeah, it's they're a, not even like up saying to if, if it's not going to succeed. It's like right. w- when it succeeds. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, no label shipping 3.6 uh, physical copies of anything if it's not mm-hmm. selling. Right. Not in 2015. Yep. So you got to go all in if you're doing that. It's like, yo, we're putting all our money on the table. We know this going to happen. If it doesn't, whatever. It's either we all go in or, or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's crazy. So that's, I mean, when you're at that level with Adele and yeah. you have that track record, they can do that. Pretty, she's pretty much the, I mean, she's besides. Yeah. Right. That's I mean, the thing. It's, it's really not much of a, like, a risk to go bang, bang, and drop it when you know you have that built-in audience already. And it's like. Yeah, she's Her mega. last project got, like, eight Grammys. She's yeah. Like, yeah. They said, Billboard yeah, said, they said music execs expect the album to sell 2.5 first week. A first sum week. that is all but unheard of. Since, Beat NSYNC, right? That the last, yeah, the first, the first, yeah, to match NSYNC's No Strings Attached, which moved over 2.4 in the early 2000s. Yeah, and No Strings Attached is when people would go buy CDs. Yeah, that's what people were talking about. talking about. Yeah, yeah it was a very different time. That's what I'm saying. It's just like Unreal. back back then, you put out the song, the video, you went on yeah. TRL, you did your rounds. This was the whole music, thing. This now a it's a music like, store was across the street from TRL. You we, could go cop the album and stand in line. You know, like it's crazy. City now like, it's crazy because the album comes out, and you know, I was getting, I got into a conversation the other day with uh, with homie from St. Lucia, which is a dope yeah. band that yeah, we yeah, did yeah. A, we did a, um, a festival in Charleston, South Carolina, with, and they were super cool, and so uh, we were. Talk, he was asking on Twitter. He was kind of going into like trying to figure out. It was like twofold. What do you? You know, the first thing he was talking about, and this doesn't really apply to Adele, but how like major labels are like packaging all these new artists like indie cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was saying, and I said to him, I'm like, it's you know the age old thing. Like people make quote unquote cool stuff and then it's exploited. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you can't tell like, you know, I'm not really in the business of thinking Selena Gomez is making a cool <laughs> indie record because she right. worked with Clams Casino, but that's what they're going for. You uh, know but what that's I mean? what they tried. I mean that failed, but that's what they tried. I don't know <laughs> if it failed. I think it did pretty well. You think so? I think it did well. I don't really know. But he but the other thing we were talking about was uh how like quick albums are coming out and how there's just so much stuff. So like even Adele's album, okay, now it comes out. All right, cool, right, done. Who's yeah. the next album? Next. Who's the next, next album? album. Yeah, right. Right. There's so many good albums that yeah. came out too. Like he was like listing albums. He's like all yeah. these albums came out. You know, Neon Indian, Tame Impala, and there's right. like it comes and it goes, and then it's just like as a consumer, you're just like 
Yeah. You're like drowning. It's just like Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. You're right. It's you know, lot. I go on my fucking Twitter account and it's like I feel bad even like promoting my own music cuz I'm like it's every so fucking artist oh, I follow is like right. listen to my song, heart my shit on hype them. Reblog this. On, on top on, on top of that, Billboard <laughs> and every other publication is right. doing the exact same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like yeah. over you're right, dude. I go on Twitter sometimes and Twitter's not even what Twitter was when we started Twitter. When no, Twitter started, totally it has become this like advertising, like like stream. Like that's all I see is links. That's all it's for now. I links, feel bad. Links, like yeah. it's, it's crazy. It, like, clickbait. That's it, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Like you can't even have a conversation on Twitter without a link or a stream or a video or somebody pushing something or Twitter itself selling. Selling you an ad or selling you something else or you're right. It's just too much. It's a difficult it's just... balance between, you know, like there's still and, and we're only talking about like a lot of commercial releases too, but what about like there's some great independent projects that are being put out too that are getting they slept get on. Up and... Yeah, and you don't even know, you know, when they came out. Like some days I'll be on like different platforms and be like, Oh, this dude's album came out. I've been exactly. meaning to hear some new stuff. Or like I'll be on because I'm on all the channels. I'll go on SoundCloud, I'll I'll go on Hype, I'll go on all the blogs still. Like I'll still do it. Quick dust up, but then you know it's 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 amazing how much gets lost in the shuffle of it's this so like much, madness that we got so going much, on. I now. mean, when you have people like, but not even. Well, that's why we try to put does. together dope playlists. We try to be exactly. You know, we try to do like stuff like that for you. Is dropping, like five mixtape a week. Like, <laughs> how do you even like even get to have your audience even like know what you're about when you're not even giving them a chance to just. Like really soak one project in. Like right. by the time they even get the one song, you're dropping a new project. It's like yep. give them time to like live with it. It's like nobody's living with it, and that's what I'm trying to do with this friggin' free TC album. Go get that Todd Dollar, <laughs> man. Because, because I'm trying to live with an album for for once. Sure. And not just have somebody like okay, go listen to this. Okay, I'm off the Todd Dollar. Now I'm on Adele. I'm off this. Now I'm on. It's like, it's like, yeah, back in the day, it used to be cool because, you know, not a lot of good projects would come out, so you could be like, yo, I'm on that, you know. With, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm living with it. I, yeah, it's no true. No one is living with anything. I anymore. mean, I just don't think as much music used to come out. Now people are coming out with songs daily. I mean, even back then, it was like right. when we were kids and we would buy CDs, like, yeah, 100 CDs would come out a week, and maybe you would buy one every so often. So plenty of music was overlooked. But now the ratio, instead of like one in one hundred, it's like one in a million. Like oh, it's, it's, a it's, lot. it's 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 double-edged swords because right. it's like awesome as a fan to be like, oh, sick! I have an infinite amount of music. I can listen to dope shit from here till yeah. next week. Yeah. Be a new artist every time, a new song. I can get into shit that nobody else is into, or I can listen to popular stuff. There's just so much you can do. But then at the same time, even from the consumer point, forget being an artist, because from a, being an artist it's the same shit. But just from the consumer, it's almost just like, like you're saying, Dre, like, oh nice, I got the Tame Impala album. Oh, I listened to it for two days. Oh shit, here's the new this thing. Oh man, I want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. Right. And it's just like, oh let me go on Twitter. Oh yeah, I like this artist. <laughs> oh, oh man. Trying to play like, you 
gotta get your mindset out of play catch up. Like, yo, and what about all the old stuff, classic vintage stuff that I still want to listen to on top of that? You know, you have to be literally obsessed to continue up at the rate of which the product is being put out at this time. Yeah, and it sucks when you're a music fan. When you're a music fan, it sucks because you know we're all the kind of guys who hunt for dope shit. We look for cool shit all the time. Like we want to be experiencing new inspirational music, but. At a certain point, you're like, dude, I just got to stop. I got to get off it. Let me not. Uh, you're right. Anything I'm like, I'm like how, how can I get to a certain album when dude just dropped another album? Like, I'm like, what? Like, I like, I, like, I am going to lie to you. I like Crit. Crit just dropped a mixtape, right? Right. I, I was riding to it recently for a little bit. He just dropped an album. <laughs> didn't like, even know that. Didn't even I know didn't that. Even, I just saw it. I didn't, didn't even, even know he was dropping that album. Yep. Right, because now he's probably like, which is almost like arca- like old school now, where you used to drop a mixtape to right. heat to heat up before your album. Before your album. And now your album is basically a mixtape. Exactly. That's the but thing. Right. Like the days of val- your album being valued as an album are like uh-huh. o- are over. Over. It like your album right. is just a project. Like even if you have it, like there's only been a few big albums the past year. And they're usually yeah. like, like um, you know, fueled by like big singles, like Adele yep. Yep. being fueled by just being a, a superstar, and she'll sell her albums. And having the machine, you know. Yeah, and just keep going, and right. and she she's a machine in herself yeah. because, you know, she's had all these songs. It's amazing, yada yada yada. But like, you know, for every uh, Adele album, there's just so many great albums, and like. They get like a spin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're not, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like albums just have no weight anymore. It's it's right. just like putting together no, a concept he, project, which I think like we need more concept projects. Like that's right. That's Even like the Deang- like two concept albums this year, and right. I wish Six was here to talk about it because Six got into D'Angelo's Black Messiah, which like, I love too. I liked it. I'll tell you right now. I'm I listened to it. it. I I liked the album. I listened to it like five times. Right. You know what I mean? To it's Pimp crazy. a Butterfly. You know what I mean? Great concept album, dope. Yeah. I listened to it maybe ten times. You know what yeah. I mean? Straight through? Yeah, Straight, it's hard. You know it's what I mean? Yeah, I don't... I, like, yeah, I don't... Like, concept albums like, are just heard, not made for the like, time, I've heard, right? Like, I've, heard, like, I've heard these walls a hundred times, but you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't listening to the whole album a hundred times. Right. Yeah. Like, listening habits don't cater to the concept album in the modern... You know the modern landscape, right? No, I mean, can they, we say yeah. that? I mean, I don't know. You can I mean, hear like, a good record. Like, what about like to me? Like, I heard like what I was telling you. We were talking about the Anderson Parker. We were talking about um, the other kid uh, Six was telling us about. And and I listened to some of those songs. And they're so fucking good. And I'm thinking, why is this not on the radio? Like, why are people not playing it? Like, right. but it gets hidden on everything else. It's like. Sure. It's so good, but it gets hidden. People don't have get the opportunity to listen, and by the time they get to it, it's quoted as old, and it's yeah. kind of old. It's I mean, just... speaking of Anderson Park, think about Dr. Dre's album. Oh my God, <laughs> that shit. That, that yeah. shit came and went. It was literally like a three-day album cycle. Right, like after the movie rollout was done. Okay. Was there um, even a video for that album? I don't, I don't know. Think that I can't it even. That it. No, that it I can't wasn't. even answer, dude. That's the it crazy part. It was no video. So you know, it's like it's tough. It's tough as a fan. It's like it's awesome, but at the same time, it's I. It's tough, and I'm a music fan too. Like, 
you know, it, it's just interesting to see. And, and you know, I'm as an from the artist perspective, like I love the freedom that I have to do what I I'm able to do. But like at the same time, like yeah, my album I think is dope, but I think it's super overlooked. And you know, I'm just lucky that I've been able to get all these songs and commercials, which came super organic, like very organic. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I've had. They've all just came to me, which has been mm -hmm. the most amazing thing. But like, you know, but you I get a chance for people to hear your stuff, you know? Like I do, I do, and I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly, like, exactly. Like today I go on Twitter in the morning, and some kids just like, "Yo, homie, I need some new fire. When are you putting out new music?" <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's always that. Question. And no, and that's fine because I understand. Like, yeah, yo, like there's happens. a new there's a new appetite, and like, I don't. I literally responded to him. Check my last two tweets, cause last yesterday I just ran a Twitter contest, being like, if you just, cause I just put the album on SoundCloud now for the first time, so it's now yeah. just streaming. Because at the end of the day, it's like you can get caught up in like trying to like do all these like monetary things. It's like you just like kids are hit me up like, yo, I'm in Germany, I can't download your album. I'm That's like, what I do. I I'm do like, yo, go fucking illegally download my album. I don't care. <laughs> just listen to it. And play it for your homies, and it will come back to me. And hopefully one day I'm, I'm in Cologne or I'm in Frankfurt, and you and your friends come. You know what I mean? Like, right. like you know, the idea of like pushing my album on iTunes, even when the album was coming out, just felt so archaic to me. And they're like, yeah, but the idea send the link, like, send the link. I'm like, oh, who fucking yeah. cares? Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I feel you when you say that because when I when I was uh even with Santino stuff like I don't even though, even though you have it on iTunes I put it out there for people to hear it I don't care like I want people to hear the music the most important thing is for people to hear it though. if you have great stuff and you think you're working with a, with somebody that has something to say or is saying something in your music like your album yep. I would rather so many people hear it for free like exactly. just listen because the music will come back mm -hmm. I mean it has that's that's the thing of the power of music. Though. Like you gotta it's trust true. it. And it's like, look, I'm lucky. Like I got all these songs and commercials, and it it provides me an opportunity to continue to do what I love to do and keep putting music out. And it's like I really appreciate people buying my album or streaming my album. Trust me, it means everything to me. But at the same time, it's like I also understand from a fan's perspective, and it's like I'm not gonna buy all these albums or I'm gonna. Sh it's like so. As long as you're just listening, it's it's it's, it's important. Cause I know how many how much shit there is to listen to. I mean, there's stuff right now. I'm like, I should get into that. Or yeah, I want to. Yeah, I always There's a lot. You know what I mean? I mean like, I've only listened to Free TC like five times, and yeah. you guys know how much I love Tide yeah. Outside. Oh man, yeah. I'm I'm still trying to get into Free TC. Like, no, buddy. Like you still, it's still early. It's right. Still like we have to live life. Like you know what I mean. Exactly. Like I got Exactly. Like, it's not like I'm sitting here 24 hours a day with my headphones <laughs> on. Like and now I will listen to this album again. You know what I'm saying? It's so. It, you're right. It's so different. But you're right though. I mean, the way you're an artist, but you're also a fan of music. You totally. know what I'm saying? So you have a chance to see both sides. So you just even saying what you're saying right now, it's pretty. It's pretty real and pretty like open, like because a lot of artists need to say this, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't just admit to being on both sides of the fence and being like, 
you know I'm a fan also, and I want to step away and and give people a chance to hear the music. But I'm also a fan of it to know that when I'm pushing it too hard, yeah, oh, I just want people to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, and so- it's like it's like it, it turns me off as like an artist to sit there and like think like I just have to shove this stuff yeah, down like, people's right. throat. <laughs> like, take, like force take, feeding, force feeding. You know what I mean? To, it, right. Like you know, it's just. It sucks, but it's like at the same time, it's like I just want people to hear the music. But it's like there's five other million bands who are thinking the same exact thing when they log into their Twitter. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I just want people to hear my song. I think it's great. And it's just yeah. like it gets a little much. But you know what? I am infinitely grateful that, you know, people are listening to it and that I'm able to do what I do. And, and I've heard Wildlife on uh, the E! channel probably a million yeah. times. Like and it's y- going y- back to back. Yeah, yeah, and you know we're gonna shoot more videos, and like people are gonna hear it, and like I'm, I, I feel great, you know what I mean, and like I, I'm not concerned about it, and I'm already like getting ready. I feel like let's get back on the road and do whatever. I don't want to sound, I don't sound ungrateful, do I? No, no, no. no. You sound like an artist. <laughs> you just yeah. sound, you want people to hear the music. Yeah, I don't want to come across like I'm like nah, nah, ungrateful because nah, nah, nah. I'm so grateful, so so nah, so. Not grateful. at all. Cool. Yep. But uh, yeah, I also had this uh. I'm gonna just air people out today. <laughs> is that is that day? Well, <laughs> let me tell you guys a funny story. Don't get me started. Okay. Let me tell you guys a funny story, cause so details magazine is closing. Oh, wow. Now know that. Yeah. So details magazine announced the other day that they're closing, and um, I was in details magazine, and. I remember the piece. It was just like a little one-pager. And the writer who wrote it was always like a guy who would like hit me up on Gmail and be like, hey, I want to – or Gchat and be like, hey, I want to, you know, uh, pick your brain. I'm trying to get into music supervision, this, that, and the other. And I was always super nice to him, right? And like he would reach out to me. And I was like, you know me. I'm super nice to everybody. And then the other day – I'm like doing like an out of sight Twitter search, you know, which I think all artists sometimes do, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and um, he like cracked a joke about me to like another writer, because this more accomplished writer showed like a cover of like his, uh, like a details cover article that he did, and then like this dude like trying to like pucker up to this accomplished writer was like. Whatever is gonna happen to my piece on musical genius out of sight? And I was just like, I was just, I wrote back to him. I just wrote, I wrote, did that joke feel good? I hope so. And that's it. And then he blocked me on Twitter and deleted the tweet. Wow. And you know, you know what? That's, corny that, shit, that's, that's first corny. level bitch assness. Yo, that's like that's... you're better off, you're better off just not doing anything at that point. Just you know, <laughs> like, or, or, or own that shit. Now, dude. and I knew the I know the I know of the writer that he was puckering up to who didn't respond and or care. And it was like, oh, you're trying to act cool? Like, oh, I wrote for details too. Like, dude. <laughs> I think he obviously deleted the tweet, but like unprofessionalism, like. Sometimes yeah. I wonder in life, like, where being a nice guy gets you. Because I've been nothing nice to this guy, and then he goes and cracks a joke on my oh, behalf. Yeah. I mean, like, you, wait, you wait long enough. Motherfuckers will jump through the window, man. I mean, 
I should just send him a reel of all the songs that have been on fucking commercials this year. Uh, I might not be a musical genius, but <laughs> you're sitting there talking about me on Twitter, you jackass. Yeah, that's, that's so corny, though. I, mean, oh, I, mean, I know those type of dudes. That, they're, they're so thirsty to have you be a part of what they're doing, but they'll try to jab you, you know what I'm saying, to try to pucker up It's to honestly else, unprofessional like, for me to even mention this dude, but... I just yeah, wanted to break. No, nah, you, you gotta let it off. You gotta let it off. It's all good. You gotta let it's it just, off. It's just, it's just silly. It's like the, you know what the problem is? Is that in 2015, I'm a not only am I a music fan, but I'm somebody who read my whole life, and journalism is yeah. is dead. You don't need oh, a source. Oh, right. You don't it's need. Gone. You don't need any information. Right. All you need is a keyboard and some Wi-Fi, and you're a journalist. You, you don't right. need to have any kind of – you right. can just write any piece and claim I, I think that's why we all get along. Like, we have this sense of, like, we look for, for great pieces, great art. We try to read as much as we can. We try to stay up to date Not on what's current. We come from the world of when it used to really <laughs> matter. Like, we know what good pieces look like and when corny people are puckering up. But, yeah. but the game is so full of people like that, bro. It's like – Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, it's like – Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no, there's no accountability anymore. At all. Exactly, exactly. Bus shots behind a behind a user account. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I think there was speaking of accountability, there was a NBA story that made me think of this. Uh, What's the NBA story? What NBA? The highlights in it. It's a perfect transition to. The lack of accountability in journalism. You know what it is? It's just like if you're going to write something or you're going to say something, it's like stand behind it, but like make sure it's like good? actually credible or like, well, yeah, or good. Exactly. There's no more like, oh, I'm going to write a list and be like, Here are the, here's the guidelines for my subjective list. Okay, cool. And then completely cross over. <laughs> like you, like, did you forget what your guidelines were? No, it's know. like, but it's like troll one. city. It's like, it's like to me, people get mad at future. Yeah. People get mad at. It's like future is smart. Like, if I'm gonna make a song that I want chicks and people that pop pills or whatever to to dance and put it in the club. I'm gonna rap about bitches and ass. <laughs> like I'm gonna say cars and roly. I'm gonna talk about rich sex. I'm gonna say I'm gonna use tag words that's gonna make people listen. Right. It's not you being ignorant. It's you not being smart enough to know that he's trolling you. Like that's the point of doing certain things, and that's what people do these days. You know, in writing a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Instead of writing a credible piece. They'll try to troll people into into reading. Oh no and doubt. And then you and then you read the piece and you're like, oh my god, this is garbage. Speaking of which, here's the Rick Buker thing I was talking about. Oh Buker. Buker's now on uh, on Bleacher Report, so this is NBA basketball, a little transition. But this is what we're talking. This is like what I'm talking about. Buker Buzz, Kings owner, plans to make an offer John Calipari simply can't refuse. Oh boy. <laughs> So this dude is talking about how, like, next year the Kings owner is going to offer John Calipari everything to come coach. Like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, where do you get this from and, like, why? Like, are you happy that I clicked on that? Like, oh, my God. I no, but, that, I mean, that's just to make Buker's day right there. It's like, yo, 
Yeah, I never click I on any of those, man. That's the right. thing. I just like yo, whatever, yo, dude. There's so much of those yo. out there, though. There's so much of those, like, the troll links, I call them now. It's oh, like... Yeah. It's like Com the, Complex has built the digital oh empire. Yeah, that's yeah. all they do. Dude, that's, I'm off all that, man. I just that's don't. All they, the troll links. So you be like, oh, and then you're like, oh. This, every this list, is... every BuzzFeed list and Complex <sighs> list you look at, every one of those clicks is another click for them to make more money for advertising. I mean, list is like so 2011, man. Like, I don't want to see no nah, damn list. No, nah, it's just I like, it's just, I meant before, to tell man. you. It's done just with like uh, Don's Plump, man. Oh, did you watch it? Oh, my God. Back. Of course. I, re I watched and I read it. I, uh, I didn't watch the whole thing because it's garbage. It's garbage. Stir the pot. Stir the pot. You know what's funny? Like, the taglines of the actors is what gets you into it. But but if you read it and you really understand it, you understand why they really didn't want it to come out. They're not doing or saying nothing that's so controversial. Right. It's just a horrible piece. I was, like, I was, I was, tell, I was telling Dre it was funny. The letter. Piece. I read the letter. I read the yeah, letter. The, le the letter was reeks of desperation. Right, right. Like the beginning at first, I'm like, okay, this guy wants to put together a well thought out argument. Then all of a sudden, he just starts sounding like a blog post, really desperate. Right. Like, <laughs> hold on. So let, let me preface this for anybody listening. We talked about this on another show, but Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire were in a movie in the mid 1990s that never came out because they used to be boys. It was called Don's Plum. Yeah. And right before Titanic came out, Leo's crew, and right before Cider House Rules came out, so Leo and Tobey Maguire's people put a cease and desist on this movie. It never came out. So now there's a producer from this movie who has put it up on his website, and it's called Don's Plum, and you can, like, watch it. And so this is what we're talking about. So now he, if you go into, like, savedonsplum.com or whatever – Anthony was what you were talking about the letter. Yep, there's a letter on the front homepage, and at first, I, you know, it, it was coming off well thought, you know, and I was like, oh, this is a well thought out argument. Then all, after a while, you just, you know, you see, you start seeing them put links up, you know, different magazine quotes. I'm like, dude, what is this guy doing? Like a blog post attack on two of the two major players in Hollywood. Who's the desperate one here, right? No, yeah, who, just, you think just... Leonardo DiCaprio sitting there? Like, he's literally addressing Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. While Leo's, like, like, sipping, Leo's sipping on his champagne laptop. next to him. With Leo's a model. His, yeah, exactly. Leo's <laughs> on his laptop on a yacht fucking smoking a cigar. No, but, like, it, but even if oh, it was... Oh, man, he's right. But, like, but even if it was even... Just even a, a little bit good. Like, it's like the shooting... <laughs> a little bit the, good. The, 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 the script. The lighting, just everything about it, which is so. Dre's a film guy, by the way, black. ladies and gentlemen. Like, totally, yeah. It's just like if you go to film school, this is the stuff they have you shoot in film school. This is what it looks like. It's not supposed to be. In, it's not supposed to be in major movie theaters and out there. They're not doing anything that's so outrageous. It's Leo doing Leo Maguire. It's. It's what E from E from Entourage. What's his name? Kevin Conley. Kevin Conley. Kevin yeah. Conley. It's all of them just being kids. Like it's nothing major that needs to, a blog post and being thirsty and trying to make money off their backs. It's just horrible. Like move on with your life, bro. Like it's just not a good project. Just chop it up as you know it happened. Now move on. Like yeah. Don't don't try to use it to sabotage yourself now, cause that's all you're doing. Leo is almost at a billion dollars, fam. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't touch it right now. Yeah, I mean, him writing a letter to Leonardo DiCaprio is like me writing a letter to Kanye West. <laughs> like, Kanye, you need to listen to my album. 
those drums on the last album was just not listen to my album because I loved your you know it's like and here's three separate magazine articles of you mentioning how much you like this particular brand of music I think I can deliver you know like, yeah. that's like that's <laughs> the way it was just so ridiculous man so ridiculous yeah. oh my god uh, I had to check it out though but the minute I read it, I was like I, I gotta talk about this on the on the pod like this guy's bogus like but that's what but that's what we're built on now it's like it's so much troll trolling out there like it's just all about trolling with like different topics or different that's all I see online now. It's all trolling articles. All trolling. Unless, well, we got to do better. We got to do better. Something like we got to do better. Interesting that I'm like, oh, this is dope. Well, I want to read it. This is like a real article. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't see this stuff online. The stuff that we be sending to each other, like certain good articles, like we, I don't see none of that stuff online. Like, I see that stuff underneath the other stuff. Like, underneath, underneath the other stuff. Like, you're like, where this article were? You look at the date and it's like, 2014 and you're like damn i missed this like like when yep. did they write this because it's so old because we, we get so caught up into the twitter lines and the twitter buzz and, and all this other crazy nonsense that's just just not about anything but uh you wanted to transition to basketball you said yeah well ants gotta go right i gotta bounce now yeah we were a little over that's <laughs> nah, all good it's all good so we'll say goodbye to yeah. anthony thank you yeah we'll- yeah We'll, uh, we'll play some music, we'll talk some NBA, and we'll wrap it up. All the crazy things you do keep running through my mind I wish I could control the way I feel Overthinking this for far too many nights I never thought the love would be so real There's something in your eyes that I believe And every time you smile it makes it hard to breathe There's something about your loving that's enchanting me It's written in the stars that we will always be And I can't get over you
makes it hard to breathe There's something about your loving that's enchanting me It's written in the stars that we will always be And I can't get over you
give an intro and then I'll just give you the floor. So, <laughs> so last night, uh, Thursday night, Clippers played the Warriors. Pretty much the biggest game in the NBA so far. Oh, man. Clippers were up 25 points first half. And I never... 23. 23. And I never felt for a minute that the Clippers were in trouble. I mean, the Warriors were in trouble. And uh, they weren't. They came all the way back, won that game in L.A., Steph Curry goes for 40. And no, uh, the guy scored like five in the first quarter. In the first <laughs> quarter. Like, I was like, they're going to lose this game. I thought they were going to lose the game. I was like, yeah. there's no way. There's no way the Clippers <laughs> are going to let this team. Steph wasn't even playing good. He wasn't yeah. playing good. He said it himself at the end of the game. Yeah, he I said, I wasn't, I wasn't playing that good this game. This is not even one of my best games. I need to get better. The yeah. He dropped 40. 40 points. I heard him say that. I was like, <laughs> what is he talking about? But in the beginning, he's right. He wasn't playing that good. He was just, right. he just seemed off. And like, you know, when he started like lack, lack of day, like he yeah. just wasn't into it. And I'm like, oh man, the Clippers might be lucking out. They caught, they caught, uh, they caught the Warriors on one of those nights where they probably just, bored and just didn't want to be bothered with it right but as usual <laughs> as usual the clippers managed to let them back in the game by doing what 
obvious mistakes, turnovers. <laughs> yep. Uh, Getting into a three-point shootout with the Warriors towards oh the end God. of the game Blake with the lead. Like, making so many mistakes, posting up people, like, 15 feet from the basket. Like, it's <laughs> like, even, 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 uh, uh, what's the name of Satan on, uh, TNT, uh, uh, Barkley. He's like, yep. it's like Blake. You're, you're, you're a big guy. We understand you're great. You're a great dunker. Sure. You can put on a show. You could do a, but bro, get in the post and start posting these dudes up. It's Why true. are you posting away 15 feet from the basket oh and trying God. to shoot a hook shot? Like, <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, and why is uh like, and even with uh DeAndre, like, yep. they're like DeAndre, why are you not taking more shots? Like, why? Well, like, well, I'll answer that because he ain't got no fucking post moves. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's crazy because DeAndre was like, I'm gonna go to Dallas and they're gonna give me the ball more, right? Yeah. And then the Clippers are like, No, no, no. We didn't know you wanted the ball more. Come back to us. We'll give you the ball more. And so. <laughs> No, they're not. It's the same shit. It's the same shit, though. Charles Barkley said it in the post game. If DeAndre, if you ain't dunking, you ain't doing nothing. And exactly. He's like, and he was like, DeAndre got to do more. He, he had to do more. I mean, for them to win. I mean, DeAndre stat line was so bad last night. Like that dude. The as much as he's in the paint, he should at least have. 10, 15 points. Like I don't even know why he was like, in the game at the end of the game. I, oh, I, my God. So, it just it just seems like the Clippers, same, like, they can't figure out that final five. Like, is Paul Pierce, is Paul Pierce too old off the bat? I mean, I mean, this is it. I mean, but, but, but they brought him in not to be that. Like, it's sadly becoming more of that, but they didn't bring him in for that. They, like, they didn't bring him in to lean that much on him. Like, sure. they brought him in to really be a leader and to really step up, you know, in certain, but they didn't bring him in to be the fourth guy, like to right. be like the dude, like he's done that. Doc knows that. Like, so you can't look at Paul Pierce and be like, well, we got to look to him now that DeAndre or Blake or, you know, right. is not, that's not what you brought him in there for. Like, right. And then, and then they got Austin Rivers playing all these minutes. Austin um, Rivers is awful, dude. Uh, I mean, coach's son. I mean, what do you It's expect? crazy. Like, look, I get it. He can score a few buckets. He's, like, just so useless besides scoring points. He can't rebound. He can't defend. I mean, he can't pass. Son, you're going to give the look. He's giving his son a look. It's like, why do they go and get Lance Stevenson? They're, like, 10 deep. No, and here we are watching. <laughs> well, why? Yeah, like, Josh. Look, I'm not saying Josh Smith is a great option, but, like, look. The Warriors came back with Draymond Green playing center. What do you yeah. need? What do you need DeAndre in for? What is Yo. DeAndre doing? He's not protecting the rim. The Warriors do nothing but shoot threes. I mean, at, at, at one point, at one point, the, the Warriors are like, uh, "We don't even need Bo, Bogut anymore. I'll pull him out of the game. We don't need him anymore." Seriously, like they just start rocking them. Like, 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 uh, what's his name? I forgot the other guy's name. Not Zeli, but the other guy. Azili? No, no, no. The other guy that next to Eagle Dollar. Like, becoming, oh, uh, Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes was lighting the ass. Yeah, he had a big up. game. He had a big, big game. game. Dog. He was lighting them up, and nobody was stepping up. And everybody was like, Charles was like, is, is nobody playing D on that team? Like, nobody's yeah. stepping up. Nobody's, like, taking accountability. And he's right. Just like right. we were saying in the other podcast, before this, no one, there's no leader. 
There's no one right. to say, yo, jump on that guy. And Doc is getting teed up on the side for no reason. Like, no reason. Getting teed Did up you see no Paul reason. Pierce yelling at him? Like, what yeah, are you doing? Like, like, everybody was saying that. Even he was like, why are you getting teed up, bro? Like, it's a simple play. The guy ran into him. Okay, it's over. Now he's making a big thing out of it. And then your team end up. And as they're up 12, I'm like, Ali, uh, they got this. There's no way they're going to let. Steph come back and, and shoot him out the out the arena. And what they do? Shot him <laughs> out the arena. That's really interesting you felt that way because I was watching, putting together like Ikea furniture, having a glass of wine, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, the Clippers came out red hot. Chris oh, Paul. God. Chris oh, Paul was on. like, hot. like he was on like fuck you mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hot. It's like he his first hot. seven shots. He's just basically out there to be like, wait a minute. Let me tell you something. This, so they get up all those points, and I and I just literally said to myself, "This game ain't over." I, I'm I feel like the Warriors are just reaching that point now, where like you, you they're like Jason Voorhees, like they're never dead, <laughs> like they're never dead. They could score twenty points in three minutes, just bang, bang, bang. They will leave you just absolutely stunned. You can't. Nah, you're right. I slept. I thought they they lost. I was you like, can't shoot no out way. with them. You can't get into a shootout with these. That's what they try guys. to do. That's what they try to do at the end. And I'm like, Dude. at the end, that's what Markley was saying. Why are you not posting people up, Blake? Like, yeah. you're a big guy. And Bl- like, Blake out of the double teams too. Like, oh when God. are you gonna like, learn, bro? Like, give up the rock. Make the right up, pass. Like, nah, yeah, yeah. It's so many. It's so many ways they lose games every time like that. Every it's like, time. It makes you frustrated. Like, yo, why is this team? This team is regressing. It's, I told you, it's over. And You're when right. I, last night, I was like, I was like, it's done. But you know why I said that? Because when you lose games like that, you kill moral. Like, you kill, like, people's spirit. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Like, people sit going back like, damn, like, we tried everything. We were up 23. So you think that Rockets was, like, that Rockets loss last spring was, like, the backbreaker? Yeah, that hurt. Was that but the franchise you, killer? Uh, that hurt. That, that was the main thing. Because that was in the playoff, a major game. Sure. That hurt. And this one is – by the champions, you would doubt. They started out bad, and they still came back, not even playing their best game. That wasn't their best game. I know. That's what's amazing. They were off, and I can even see that. I was when I saw Steph, I was like, Steph is off tonight. He's off. Yeah. But by the fourth quarter, his confidence is insane. Oh my! He said it. he was like, yeah, yeah, the guys got on me. I wasn't on my. But but Barnes was dropping numbers. So but yeah, so Barnes... with Steph being off, somebody else stepped up. But that's not what the Clippers are. No, it's not. Like, and it, it's interesting because they got all these new guys and, and you know. None of them didn't matter. None of them it's didn't Lance Stevens is not even playing. No, he, he wasn't. So you're he, telling me Jamal Crawford and Austin Rivers are better options than Lance Stevens? Lance Stevenson? No, uh, I mean, uh, what's his name? Rivers was in the game more than Crawford. I mean, he played more minutes than. Dude, that Austin Rivers stuff has to stop. I don't get that. Though. I, I, it has to stop. He, I mean, is, he is a 12th man. He is not a rotation guy on a championship I, I, in team. A ma- in a major game. He's no playing many. Just like, get get it out of here. <laughs> get it out of here. Yo, that loss last night, people were looking at each other like, yo, what just happened? What just happened? What, what just happened? Like, Hove was there. Like, yeah, I know. Crazy. Like, 
a lot of people, like Floyd was there, like, people were looking like, yo, what just, what just happened? You should have saw Doc in the, in the post-game interview. I saw him. He looked like he was ready he to looked- fucking have a glass of Henny and <laughs> smoke a cigar, cigar, a cigarette. Like, stressed. Like done. Like, stressed. Yo, I, I don't know how to be He had the he's white like, shirt with the tie, like, totally oh undone. God. He looked like a finance guy who just, like, <laughs> lost $5 billion. Just walking that Grand Central, wasted, like, not wanting to go home. One, like, of, the reporter, one of the reporters asked him, like, they were like, so, Doc, do you think you came any closer to beating this team now? Like, yeah. do you think you learned it? And he's like... One step at a time. I mean, we had we had him up. I mean, well, they we, beat we, the Clippers we, in a series two years ago, of course, and they beat the Spurs last year. So you think, you know what? This team, every time they do these things, you're like, obviously, when they beat the Warriors. They weren't the Warriors yet. It was Mark. They, it was Mark Jackson was still coaching. It was a yeah. different, different was team. Different. Uh, you know, but last year when the Clips beat the Spurs, didn't you feel like, oh shit, this uh, is for they, real? No, they were they were for real. I mean, the year of the Sterling thing was for real. I mean, right. for real. I mean, they look right. like the Clippers. But now, it's definitely took a step back, a couple steps back. It, it has. It it's has. not the same team. It's not the same Chris Paul. It's not the same Doc Rivers. You know what I'm saying? Doc yeah. looked done, man. Like, Doc looked tired. Like Yeah. Like, yo, yeah, like, Bill Simmons tweeted, I can't believe I'm tweeting this, but Luke Walton just out-coached Doc Rivers. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. And Luke Warren basically did nothing. Like, I mean, it's all about rotations. It's all about who you have in the game, I think, at this point, right? I mean, it's not like you're dr- these guys are drawing up plays. I mean, these guys are all so talented. You roll out the ball and you, you know, you Man, let. They've been doing this the last, what? What, what are they? What? What? 12? What, what is it? 12 and 0? Like, what, what are they? Like, 13 and 0? 13 and 0. They did this all of last year up to now. Like, they're in championship form. They like, are. they know how to finish games, they True. know each other's, like, weaknesses they know when somebody's not Draymond know when he's having a bad game Steph right. knows you know what I'm saying like they don't need one person to carry a game like if Steph don't have a good night Barnes will step up Eagle but Dyer my but up. my gosh a bad night for Steph is 40 points he is another level <laughs> he said that was a bad night he said I started he said I gotta play better I said you gotta play better bro like you play better like it's insane he's insane he's he's really He's Man, the shots he was taking at the end of that game last night. Incredible. Like, I want to look at that dude like, yo, what are you on? Like, what are you on? He, he like, he's just reaching, like, all-time great confidence mode. He He's just like, I don't think there's a shot that he doesn't think he can miss. Like, no, he can't make. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. doesn't think he can miss. And that kind of, like, absolute ballsiness is only reserved for like gunners and all-time greats and the gunners get weeded out <laughs> and they're they're back to the bench and then there's guys like Steph Curry and Michael Jordan and Larry Bird how do, how do you start literally just up? cold-blooded man <laughs> cold-blooded how do you stop a pull up from like 3 feet from the three-point line like just no respect and he just pulls up like he doesn't even try to set like he just pulls up just no how do respect. you block something like that how do you go nothing around? you can do like and it's just all net, no bank, no nothing, all net. Like, I was just like, he's the greatest. Like that game Jeez. was that game was like like proves. I think he might get MVP again. Uh, he's, it's looking he's, like it. He's cruising. I, I would be Bron, hard pressed unless Bron comes into championship mode. Bron again, but it's really all awesome. yeah, yeah. But he, LeBron's playing well. He's trying to get his team all fired yeah, up. But yeah. you got these two guys now, and it's really great. 
because LeBron's been an all-time great now forever, yeah. to have another all-time great like enter the realm. Yeah. So now you're getting like almost a little bird magic rivalry. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, let's get the Warriors Cavs back in the finals. Round two. That's what some we need. Celts Lakers. That's what we need. Like, man. I love it. I love That's it. These guys are incredible. You know what I mean? That's why I'm like, put them in, like, have the championship again with, with Kyrie and what's the name out there. Oh, That's, yeah. Right. They don't even have Kyrie in it. They like, don't have Kyrie. He's supposed man. to come back soon. Like, yeah, get those, get those two there. teams in the finals again and. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Yeah, Bron, Bron is on another mission, though. He's not even saying nothing. He's, he's on out. another mission. I knew it. I knew it when I watched a Cavs-Knicks game, and Melo got hot, and LeBron just was went and face-guarded just, him and denied him the ball the rest the of the whole. game and just extinguished any fire that was possible. <laughs> and he was just like, game seven of the regular season, and you're like, oh, boy, LeBron is real serious right now. No, like, you can tell when he tell when he takes his foot off the gas. Like yeah. the other night, he like played like you said. He was trying to get his team more involved. Like mm-hmm. this dude could start whenever he wants. Like he could. It's true. Just, that could just like take over a game. Like if he wants, like play a team. But he knows it's team ball. And in the finals, he's gonna need all these dudes. So he's trying to get them more more ready to go. Ready already. He's ready to win another chip already. You know he's focused because nobody's talking about LeBron. Everybody's like, uh, LeBron, I don't know. So you know he's trying to prove something this year. So Absolutely. it's gonna be it's gonna be a great year, though. And Kyrie yeah. comes back, it's gonna be pretty good. He comes back in January. And speaking of teams um taking a step back, like the Clippers, real quick, is in we I saw last night we're talking about the Rockets. They fired Kevin McHale. That was horrible. That was horrible. And uh, you saw last night Charles Barkley yeah, was sticking up for him. He's like, what What changed? This team went to the conference finals. He's right, though. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> what, and, then you, and then after 11 games, lost, went to the conference finals, lost to an all-time great team in the Warriors, and then gets fired after 11 games. That That's jumping a shark right there. That's when Big you're time. too nervous and too over the top. See, that's stuff that gets teams to end up losing and, mm-hmm. and taking setback because they got people in the front office that don't know what they're doing. Darren Morey. Yeah, Charles is like, yeah, I know. Along with him. Like, yeah, he, he goes, like he him. goes, he don't like me, I don't like him, so it's cool. Because <laughs> Daryl Morey's general manager of the Rockets, super in analytics, yada, yeah, he's, yada, he's yada. he's a numbers guy. Charles, like, he's a numbers guy. He doesn't know. He, he's not on the he's court. He's definitely a, pen- a pencil pusher. And, you, and Mikhail is the complete opposite. You know, Mikhail is a player, yeah, a, a, a former yeah. great player, a Hall of Fame yeah. player who became a coach. And I don't know if I would ever consider Mikhail to be a great coach. It was never like a moment where I considered Mikhail to be in the, you know, in the same no. level as Pop and, you know, you know, Thibodeau. I mean, these guys who have a higher regard. But there's something to be said about a team that wins almost 60 games, uh, beat everybody in front of them, lost in the conference finals. Like, this is a good team. Sometimes it's it's like you got to look in the mirror. Like James Harden needs to look in the mirror. Dwight Howard needs to look in the mirror. Like these oh are guys. God. These are guys where like this isn't the first time you've seen effort issues be a problem. Like there's like video montages of James Harden not playing defense on YouTube. No, he doesn't play no D. Though, you could ever. Yeah, like go on YouTube and just type in <laughs> James Harden doesn't play defense. <laughs> 
People put together those highlight montages. Those, those videos he had me on the floor, dog. <laughs> some of the stuff he does. I know. They'll be like, they'll put it on like hip hop beats and they'll be like super like cheesy like hip hop beats. And it's he just play literally, he doesn't even look at certain people. He just let them shoot. It just yeah. gets so funny. Or just bro. like go right by him. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously Dwight Howard's another guy. You know, it was only a few years ago when Dwight Howard was considered well, a franchise greatest, player. Like, yeah, like the greatest like center of all time, they were saying. like. Well, you know, he could have, you know, the potential to be, sure. Uh, you know, he was a franchise player in Orlando. And now, I mean, shit, I – He's. I don't, I don't even, think he has the heart, man. He never had what's, the heart. What's happening in that Rockets team? And here I was a few weeks ago being like, I think the Rockets can make a serious run. Uh, can they? I Am I, like, who are they bringing in? <laughs> who are they bringing in, first of all? Yeah. Well, they're going to have the interim coach, J.B. Bickerstaff, come in. I don't know if Thibodeau is going to come in midseason. The thing is, is that there's still 70 games left. Yeah. It's crazy. It's still, it's still got time. There's so much time. Yeah, they still got It's time. not even December, dude. Like, it's November. It's the first month of the season. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, they still got time. I mean, when you got great players like 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 Harden and Dwight, I mean, you still got time to, to, to figure something out and make another run, at least make another run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, uh, I mean, it's not like the West is exploding this year. Like, he Maury said when he fired Mikel, oh, there's no time in the West. Yeah. I mean, everything's kind of still jumbled up. You know what I mean? They're at five hundred. Like the Pelicans are one and eleven. They're yeah, in trouble. I mean, they're done. I mean, they're done. I mean, right. uh, you call AD I gotta was, give you credit. You called it. Yeah, I said A D I said if A D is injured or even coming off any kind of injury, yeah, that team doesn't have the people enough to keep it going. That's exactly what happened. He's, he's he's injured. He's coming from injury. Like he can't do it by himself. He needs he somebody else. They they gotta re they gotta re reboot that whole team. Everything. I mean yeah. everything. Uh, it's just they they gotta reboot it. I mean it's just nowhere else to go with that besides you know yeah, that roster's a mess. Oh, uh, that roster is horrible. It's just the starting five. You don't know none of these guys. I don't it's know. Bad. It's bad. It's bad news. They gotta get it together. And then well, tonight too, you got um. Warriors, Bulls, and I just read Jimmy Butler. Derrick Rose is out. Jimmy Butler wants to guard Curry. Oh, boy. No, but I fuck with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's dope, but guard Curry? Come on, fam. I mean, I, I appreciate they, the fact that he wants to guard the best guy. I, I mean, I understand that, but then again, yeah. Jimmy Butler, we're going to need you to score. We don't need you to get tired trying to run around with Curry. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Especially with no D Rose. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't want you to. Be be winded by the time we need you to score and keep us in this game because you know Curry's dropping at least thirty. Yeah. So it's like that's cool and all, but we don't want to keep you on Curry all night and get you winded. I mean, you're a main. When when yeah, when D Rose is out, he's the dude. I he's mean, the guy. He, Curry's at thirty three points a game right now. By the way, oh my god, <laughs> just crazy. Oh, and yeah, then <laughs> now, but uh, should we talk about? I meant to. Uh, I was gonna say, should we talk about your guy, Porzingis? I feel like we got. Rookie if we're gonna have a, year. if we're gonna have a weekly, if we're gonna have a weekly segment shitting on the Clippers, we might as well just turn it into a weekly segment about Porzingis too. Uh, no, I like it. I like the kid. I like the kid. Yeah, yeah. Dog. Let's uh, let's talk Porzingis. We'll wrap and then we'll wrap. Right. Listen, dude. I'm gonna tell you right now, 
The other night when he was on five or Charlotte, 29 and 11. Oh, my goodness. I, I, yo, I've, I was way more excited than I ever. I mean, I remember Lynn Sanity and they were playing the Hornets. And by the way, Jeremy Lynn's hair. Yeah, what is that? It's so <laughs> wet. What is that? Like, what is he is trying that? to be funny? No, that's an EDM hairstyle all day, though. Oh, dude. It's geez. horrible. Yo, you look so crazy, bro. If you're trying to be funny, like, haha. <laughs> Fix your hair, man. Oh. He can't be trying to be funny. He looks like that. a dr- oh. he, yo. He looks crazy. So anyway, so watching Porzingis that that game for a Knicks fan, I was more excited than I ever was for Linsanity, because I knew Linsanity was just a moment. Yeah, and it was like so exciting. We were on the road. We we're on tour. We I yeah. remember it. It was such an amazing moment. Yeah, it was but crazy. you were like, you knew that. It's not going to last. Yeah, you knew the clock was going to strike 12 and Cinderella was going to go back. <laughs> the Sleeping Beauty was going to go back to cleaning the floor. You know it. You know, you knew. <laughs> but you were fine with that because you are just like, something good's happening. And with, with Porzingis, it's so different. It's like, it's it's more like, it's calm. But just like, you're just like, as a Nick fan, it's like, oh my God. What do we have with this guy? It's like, getting better and better. We like, might have like a like, future, like... Oh my god, like superstar. Like, dude, he's man. not he's just turned 20. He's 7-3. He shoots threes. He's grabbing boards, playing no, great I defense. He made the regular news, dog. When, when yeah. you make the regular <laughs> news, you know you're good. Only a few people make the regular news. Like Bron flying out the sky, you know, like Curry making some crazy shot. But that stat line on Porzingis the other night made the news, dog. They, they were talking about the Knicks probably having a resurgent of mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Ewing again. They started having those conversations. Forget, what, what did I tell everyone? No. It's a mellow thing, man. It's a new season. Like, oh, yeah. Mellow is a good player, but Mellow is is on the, the, the backside of his career. It's coming sure. up. He's not on, Przingis has not even hit his prime yet, man. Nope. It's they way said if this dude doesn't play another two games like this, like, where's he gonna go? Like, I have so many questions. The first thing is that is there this is why people should always want to play in New York because there's ever is there ever a better place to be great than New York? The best like, place, dude, the best place, dog. The Knicks are six and six, 12 games into the year, and this dude's playing great. And like, I think. The NBA says his wet his jersey is completely sold out. It's a, it's a fucking phenomenon already. <laughs> it's crazy, though. It's but, but you, you know I'm happy. I'm happy for New York and I'm happy for the Knicks. I'm not a Knicks fan, but I'm happy just because the kid is also a good kid. Like he's yeah. not a jerk. Like he's, he's not, not. He's not Dwight Howard. Like <laughs> when, when Dwight Howard was in Orlando, he was good, but he was a jerk. Right. Like people did not like him. This kid, people love. Like they're like he's humble. He's a good guy. Yep. He's just trying to get better. He's working not trying hard. to be a superstar. He's working hard. Totally. He's not trying to be mellow. He's he's just trying to be him. Like he's yeah. not trying to. You know, he was like they booed me when I first come out. But look now, they were chanting Porzingis the other night in the I garden. Know. That then, must have been so crazy. Then man. MVP when he was on the foul line. Oh but God. I got to give Melo credit. He has been all smiles. Nah, you're right. You're he's been right. putting his arm around guys. He seems like maybe he's starting to realize, look, I haven't made the playoffs in two years. Exactly. 
I'm paid. I'm paid. Paid. I'm paid in full. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm very good. Okay, so now I got to figure this out. If I can have some of these guys play and we can fuck around and win some games and then get some more guys over here, I'm like, I'll end up being in good graces. Like, is he, maybe he's smart enough to realize, you know what? I could score 25 a game and not make the playoffs, or maybe I score 20 a game and we make the playoffs and people will fuck with me more. That's what I said. That's what I that's what I was saying. Like yeah. if Melo fell back a little bit and just decided to be that dude, yep. he could do a lot more. Like totally. He, he could be one of those players in the city where you're like, he's that dude in the city. Like if for, uh, for the Knicks, like sure. forever. You know what I'm saying? I heard an ill stat that he has the most assist to Porzingis this year. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That means he, they're getting along. He only is averaging four assists a game, but he leads the Knicks in assists because you know, a lot of the Knicks really have a lot of guys. They're playing like a 10-man rotation, so a lot of guys are at 20 minutes a game. Melo's obviously yeah. probably around 35. I haven't checked, but yeah, but he he he's definitely taken Porzingis under the wing a little bit, which has been really great. So maybe nah, that's it was, cool. It's it's good as a Knicks fan, but before we go, my buddy who lives in Orlando he used to live in Denver, but he's a huge Knicks fan. I wake up one morning the other day and he emails me. And let me see if I can find this email and read it to you. And then, so he just goes, and uh, the t- uh, subject is D-Rock's proposed trade. And he just goes, <laughs> mellow to the, all lowercase, mellow to the heat for justice and Hassan Whiteside. Any way we can make this happen? Two question marks. Whiteside, <laughs> Porzingis, Justice, Galloway, Grant. Total rebuild youth athleticism. That's it. <laughs> D Rock. So I was like, I, I don't I wrote back. What did I write back? I gotta see what I wrote. I wrote cap wise probably, but I don't think it works without some finagling because Melo makes so much. But I think it's a good deal. Riley loves a splash and the stars and the Knicks could turn it over to the young guys. KP Winslow, Whiteside Gallo would be scary defensively. Interesting idea. I'll play around with the cat machine later. I never got a chance to do that. I don't think that would work uh, cap wise, but how much is Melo owed, man? I mean... Oh, dude. He, well, it's per season, so he's at around twenty million a year. So you'd have to get twenty million back from Miami off the bat. So no, I don't they're know. Not, they're not taking that on. I mean, Miami just got came off. Yeah, uh, unless unless yeah. uh, unless uh, what's the name is trying to Riley's trying to make a run like that again. I don't think they're there yet. They they're not. They're not. They could be there with Melo, but giving up big guys, I don't think would be very beneficial. Whiteside is one of their best new prospects. I don't. Yeah, know. I mean they're gonna have to pay him next year. Yeah, but they're gonna have to pay him. Just an interesting idea. Thanks, D Rock, for that trade. I, I mean, if I'm the Knicks, I would definitely look into it. You know, it's if you, if you had Dragic, Wade, Melo, Bosch. I mean, not, I mean, not bad. I mean, not bad. That, that's a serious squad. I like the Heat already, and they're playing pretty well. Yeah. If I mean, if Wade is actually playing those games. Yeah. I mean, he's barely playing. He's played last night. They're playing all right. They're playing pretty good. We'll see. Yeah, he'll play around 50 games. Though. You know that for a Yeah. But, um, I mean, he's only making, what, a million dollars or something like that? A couple million dollars? Three dollars? Yeah. Million? Ooh, Dwayne Wade's only making that? Yeah. He's only he got like a one-year deal. Oh. Like one year oh, did he do that so they can sign guys? Yeah, so they can figure out what they're gonna do next year. Right, but well, that's um, that's why D Wade's the man. Yeah, I mean that's why he's like I'm, I know I'm not gonna play, 
fucking all the all them games. So uh, y'all don't have to pay me that big money that I was right. want, that I wanted. Right. So I'm just gonna take the small money and I'm gonna still sit my games. Well, you know, he's doing the Tim Duncan route. You know, trying to get them rings. He's yeah, Duncan, could you could you believe that? Duncan yes. took a nice chunk of change. Well, just because you want to play team ball. But he has so much money to begin with. That's what I'm saying. These guys have been in the league 10, 15 years, 20 years now. They made a lot of money. So at this point, it's just like legacy too. Yeah, Duncan just want to be on a championship team, which he is. And they're about to do a lot of good things. They just they just like pop has them at that moment right now. They just slide it. They're not doing anything crazy. They're, they're ready. Trying. They're ready in Spurs mode. Oh, they're just gliding. They're just gliding. Even with just... LMA, like it really just—they're nine. They're nine and two. They're beating teams by around eleven points a game on average. He's falling line. He knows he's not. He's he's not gonna play the minutes, but he's getting numbers. You know, he's getting he numbers. It's fine. Yeah. Like he's not trying to be. I mean, you know, you're that's... also having Kawhi Leonard completely uh, metamorphosize into a, now. It's his team. Yeah, they gave him a team. Like, Pop was like, he had a combo. Duncan had a combo with him. Like, yo, it's your team now. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's his you team. You take it. I'm, I'm here if you need me, but it's it's you. You know, you're 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 heading this thing. So. Spurs I mean, aren't – yeah, he's a, he's a beast. You got him and Aldridge. And now your your franchise is good for another 10 years. How smart is that? It's ridiculous, though. This team is so good. I watch so good and so smart. The fr- front office is just genius. I mean, has there been a better front office in, no. the, in the NBA? Like, I think all of sports. I don't think I've ever like heard I peep out of that front office. Like, I've never heard right. RC Buford, like, yeah, they're they are small market too. The only t- other team I can really think of, I mean, in other sports, obviously the Patriots and the NFL have been incredible. Considering yeah. the NFL, every year there's a new good team but they've been in the news so much you know like the Patriots right. has been like in the news and the, the, the true. owner and true you don't Very true. anything you just know when they win you just say when the, when the spurs win that's when you hear about everybody you don't hear anything they don't come out they don't give opinions they don't give comments pop literally leads that team without anyone like nothing comes out that team it's just like belichick yeah nothing comes out of new england like right. nobody talks smart. Like you don't hear little little sayings or somebody drop a comment here. Right. Pop has that team. I mean, they're looking great this year, man. So it's gonna be hard to come out of the West again, man. I That's know. Usual. It's gonna be tough. I know it is. I just hope the Warriors and Cavs meet again because I love that rivalry. But I mean, if the Spurs are there, I won't be upset either. They play yeah. the. It's beautiful to watch. Yeah, it's beautiful to watch. It's not as fun, but it's beautiful to watch. But you know that's the Western Finals anyway, is the Spurs and Golden State. You know that's what it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, unless, unless your your boys come out of you know your your sleeper. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> it's interesting. Like I, I would be I would be surprised to see anybody else but the Spurs and the Warriors. And it's like it, it to me, it, series, I, it, yeah, and it doesn't bother me at all because. You know, you could be like, oh, if you're already calling this in November, what's the point? But, like, uh, there's storylines. I mean, the, can the Clippers get it together? Can the Rockets come back? I mean, the Mavs are playing a lot better than I thought they were going to play. I mean, there's storylines to it. And then when the Spurs and the Warriors, if they do get into a series, uh, you know, they haven't played in a series yet. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I mean, that in itself is 
is insane. You that'd know, be, that'd be a good. I mean, those are a lot. That's a lot. That would be a, that'd be a great. I mean, that'd be a great series. Yeah, that'd be a really good series. Just yeah. Who you know, uh, Lamarcus and and Kawhi and like who is he being up? Like who who has Steph on that team? Like how they? Yeah. Like I just want to see how Pop would coach Steph. I like, think Kawhi would Pop end up guarding Steph, Steph in you think in, so? in the final minutes. In the final minute, I think yeah. he would even final few minutes. Pop yeah. would use a lot of different players to guard Steph. Sure, like kind of run him down, like you know, probably put Patty Mills on him or something, like have yeah. like different, and then come down to the. They got Danny Green too, but Danny, Danny Green, yeah, but yeah, he should probably be guarding Clay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he has so many players that he could like use to guard yeah, guys. Yeah, don't, don't have Diaw guard Steph Curry. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Diaw <laughs> is definitely not guarding Steph Curry. Yeah. When it comes down to it, I mean, he has so many ways he could go. That's why I like to watch to see how he would coach certain guys to do certain things. I mean, Pop is a he's a genius. Uh, he, he knows no how to break people down and, you know, on their team. So we shall see. We shall see. And uh, definitely be watching the Bulls Warriors tonight. And you got the Knicks Thunder. No Definitely. K, no KD, no KD. And, Another, uh, yeah, that's really it's that. I we're gonna skip the fantasy football segment this week because we talked a lot of music, a lot of NBA, and Phantom Six disappeared like the first. yeah six <laughs> six Phantom again. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. But that will be it for now. I'm gonna wrap this up, Dre. Thank you as always. No problem, bro. No problem. The soundtrack episode 12. My name is Out of Sight. Thank you for listening. I'm going to play some jams. Have a great weekend. Peace. Peace.
to Big Trouble, babe. Big Trouble. Got it.